0: Welcome to Travel Secrets Radio. We are so excited for this episode about travel with baby, (laughs) sleep edition.
1: Sleep edition. So we're going to do a little bit of an ongoing series with a couple of these topics because there is so much information about it.
0: we got lots of questions about traveling with baby, and Uh so we got this amazing question from Haley on Instagram um, with incredible detail. Which helps us know what to cover. Thanks, Haley. Yeah. Um, the question is, I'm super curious how sleeping goes with so much travel. I would love to know how often you end up with horrible hotel beds, air mattresses, all that jazz, and also how things have changed with a baby. Do you find cribs or play pens or co sleep to make things easy? Oh boy. So
1: says I just find myself exhausted after three to four days of three to three to four day trip. So, I would love to know how you guys deal with it. Yeah. We level with you on so many ways with this, Haley. Totally.
0: totally. And I know that there are
1: other parents out there that do as well. So, um, yeah, we're just going to be straight up and honest with you. It's hard.
0: Yeah, it's definitely an adjustment each time. We're, we flew with Indy for the first time when she was four months. So, that was her first trip, but it was just from Arizona to Idaho. And we were blessed to have Mitch's parents (laughs) set up an amazing, (laughs) um, sleep.
1: Yeah. Indy is the, so I'm the oldest on my side of the family and, uh, Indy is the oldest grandbaby, the first and only Mm -hmm. grandbaby. So she's getting very spoiled on that side of things. But what was really cool about this, this actually was, uh, this was a question that my parents asked me when we were getting ready to come there, come there. was like, Hey, uh, what do you guys need? Like, Mm -hmm. Are you guys gonna pack your? Are you guys gonna pack your car seat? Are you guys gonna pack a pack and play? Like, how are you guys gonna do it? And that's what made us really jump into looking at like how that whole system works of right. of how how to make this work. Um, and so what ended up happening is I hate carrying a bunch of stuff
0: well, on the airplane through the airport.
1: Yeah, like the only image in my brain right now is Kevin McAllister. In Home Alone 2, running through the airport, (laughs) trying to, he's like holding this bag that's hanging on that's bigger than he is, and he's trying to chase after his family, and all the family members got their own bags, like.
0: It's just inconvenient.
1: It's so inconvenient. So we're all about finding that intersection between comfort and budget, um, and one of those ways, now this is a tip that's kind of a, it's only really applicable if you're going somewhere where you have somebody that you know. Right. And so this is what we did with my parents is instead of having them or instead of packing up the pack and play, instead of packing up the car seat, we actually just got onto Craigslist or it was actually offer up and Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. And we just bought everything again.
0: For super cheap.
1: Like a crib was like so if we wanted to check in the pack and play on the plane there and back, it would have cost anywhere between forty to eighty bucks. Right. So I wasn't about to spend $80 on a $120 playpen or pack pack and play. Sorry, I lost my words there. Um, So instead of doing that, we just got onto Facebook Marketplace and asked my parents if we found one, if they would be able to go pick it up. And uh, it worked out. We were able to find actually a full-fledged crib, not just a pack and play, a full-fledged crib that they could put into a guest room. Um and we bought it and I don't remember how much it was. It was like 30 bucks or yeah, something I don't like remember
0: that. Yeah, um, really expensive, really nice. It's just a really good way to set yourself up for success um on the journey there and when you get there. So yeah. that's yeah, that was just a really good option for us. We did kind of a similar thing on her next trip which we drove to St. George um to see my sister. And she again had everything set up for us. So those were our first experiences. Let it
1: be known, we totally forgot it.
0: Yeah, we we, just <laughs> we drove like four them. hours.
1: That we were like four hours out of Phoenix, and then I was like, "Oh crap! Oh crap! We forgot the crib." <laughs> so that's the tip. Like when you have people that you're going to visit, check out the local listings on Facebook Marketplace and um, on what's it called? Offer up. There we yeah. go. Um, Yeah, Eh, because you may have to spend a little bit of extra money, but it'd probably be less than what it would be to check it on. I know with car seats, you can check it on at the gate. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, But, man, we did that here to Mexico where I, I hauled the car seat around with... A, a backpack, I had a carrier on with Indy in the front, a backpack on in the back. Holding the
0: car holding seat. Holding the
1: car seat and there's stuff <laughs> like strapped to the car seat with her seat belt inside the car seat and I was like, Yeah, this is not <laughs> so, fun. I'm gonna do this as little as possible. Well so, and it's
0: funny too because we could have done better research because the taxis here
1: Don't like, let you put the car seat. Yeah, again. you
0: don't bring car seat everywhere you go. That's um, not a
1: safety tip suggested no. by us, by the way. <laughs>
0: no, it's just reality. But we also assumed we'd be renting a car the whole time.
1: so Yeah, it's anyway. true. Um, so, yeah, going back to kind of what originally got us onto this topic is sleeping with babies. So we've talked about cribs, pack, and plays. That's the whole reason why we went into that little rant. <laughs> uh, but uh, with sleep in particular... We didn't really know what to plan for when we first got here. Um, We just actually did a travel tip not too long ago. Um, If you go to our Instagram profile on Budget Travel Travel Secrets, you're going to see a, it's going to be under our lodging highlight. Um, You'll see that we did a little tip on Airbnb when getting your Airbnb. You can actually request family amenities. Um, specifically you can request a high chair or you can request a crib on certain properties. Yeah. And that's actually what we did for here so we didn't have to bring and pack up her pack-and-play. Um, yeah, we just did not want to bring it all the way down to Mexico and haul it around. Right. Um, yeah, so that that's basically what we did there as far as getting getting that situation figured out here because we thought one of the things Haley asked is like, well, do you, what do you do? Do you co-sleep? And Mm -hmm. that's an option. We just try to stay away from that. So Indy doesn't get dependent upon it. Yeah.
0: Her personality. If she sleeps with us in the bed, it's playtime. Yeah. Well that, and like the next time we put her down, she doesn't go down in her crib.
1: Well, that's true. Yeah.
0: And so just knowing her, her habits, we definitely don't want to co-sleep. Um,
1: yeah. So one of the things, this is this is something I'm gonna go a little bit into detail on with traveling, especially when you're jumping time zones. That's when things that's when like a three to four day trip it's becomes exhausting. extremely exhausting because yep. you're on different you have to adjust yourself, one. You're dealing with jet lag. Jet lag is a thing. Mm-hmm. It is totally it's a real. thing. <laughs> um but this was our first experiment with that, so we're going to kind of give you a little bit more details on on what it was. Um, we went from Arizona to Cancun, Mexico, so we're two hours in. Are we two hours ahead?
0: Ahead. Yep.
1: Yeah, two hours ahead, um, and that totally threw India off. Yeah. It was violent.
0: Well, we also <laughs> our our first night we actually flew a late night flight.
1: Yeah. So this was one of the things that we we wanted to do intentionally. Yeah. Um. Was we took the red eye? It left at like one a.m. and then we got into Cancun, Mexico at what five? Yeah. At like five or six a.m. Yeah, it was like no. five or six. No, it was nine a.m. Was, Sorry. Yeah, it was like nine. Nine a.m. Sorry, I'm getting our stats straight over here. Um. Yeah. So it was. Uh. I mean, we had to. We had one layover, so that was kind of hard. That was the hard part. That was it's the dangerous. hardest. So I think yeah. anytime you want to do a a red eye
0: try to make
1: it non-stop do a non-stop red eye because indy fell asleep about two hours into the four hour flight
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then to like pick her up and move her
1: unload the plane she's freaking out
0: she's awake she's exhausted
1: that was what ruined it for us yeah if 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 you do a red eye like i know we're flying back east coast we're doing a red eye again we'll probably do a we're going to be in the east coast for probably a month or two um at the end of summer um And I know for a fact that we're going to take a red eye there because we do not, like, we're going to do a nonstop red eye probably either into Philly, D.C. or New York um, to make sure that Indy gets that sleep. Because what it does is it keeps them at least somewhat on a schedule where they're getting enough sleep to make it through the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, When we got here, this is one thing. So another experiment that we're going to try. Guys, The reason i'll keep saying the word experiment is we are not the parenting (laughs) experts over here like (laughs) we're kind of testing testing everything out and this is really us just sharing what we've learned um it took us seven to ten days to get indy back on her normal schedule here and it probably took another two days for her to adjust to the new hours
0: yeah but i had to re-sleep train her and yeah i feel like we re-sleep
1: train her every like six weeks because we're moving so much that's kind of hard for her her um but she does
0: get into a routine. She does all right with it after the first couple nights.
1: And she's starting to get to the point where she'll just sleep wherever.
0: Yeah, it's Which true. is very nice. That's true. Like,
1: she'll pass. If we're in her stroller, she'll just pass out.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but, man, we are good at finding rabbit holes and just jumping down. <laughs> them. But anyways, okay, so to answer this question of what, or not even answer this question, to tell you this new experiment that we're gonna do, especially with the East Coast jump. Yeah. Um, Cause we're gonna be jumping, I know we're, we're kind of getting our plans together right now. Um, we'll be publishing this and we'll probably be in the middle of the things we're talking about here. But we're going to Vegas, Phoenix, California, Utah, and Idaho, and possibly Oregon on the next like three and a half months. And then we're going to East Coast, which is that big four hour, three hour time difference. We are going to, and this is a suggestion, the experiment we're going to run is we're going to sleep train Indy 7 to 10 days before we leave.
0: To the new time
1: zone. To the new time zone. Not necessarily if it's just an hour difference because she can adjust just like we do really quickly and we'll actually work just fine with keeping her on the actual normal schedule there. Mm -hmm. But especially when it's like East Coast or say you're going to Hawaii or say you're going to London or somewhere in Europe, like those are massive time differences. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to test for 7 to 10 days beforehand cuz that's usually how long it took her to adjust here in Mexico and in the past. We're going to sleep train her at home and deal with all the the exhausting stuff that happens before cuz yeah. it's exhausting to do the sleep training thing as parents.
0: Yeah. So we'll we we'll, I mean what he means by that is we'll probably just take it maybe in like 15-minute increments each night, just start getting her ready for bed 15 minutes earlier each night or later, you know, whichever way the time zone's going. And
1: then at least by it's a
0: slowly gradual adjustment. And by the time we get there, it'll just be smooth sailing.
1: Yeah, because trust me, when you're going on vacation, I mean, ours is a little different. Our travel is a little bit different than just vacation because we're kind of working while we travel and stuff. But especially like to, to kind of level with what Haley mentioned in her comment was like even after a three to four day trip, like if you're going on an extended weekend trip and you're deciding to go do something fun, you want to relax. And if you're not getting, if you're getting woken up, what every what's in the normally every three to four hours or yeah. she used to be, right? Yeah. It's exhausting. And then you come home and you need a vacation from your vacation or you just needed <laughs> a, a vacation from your kids. So we totally get that. It is very, it's exhausting. So we're going to, we're going to do some experiments to figure out how to make it not so exhausting. That yeah. next one is going to be that sleep training a couple weeks ahead we're going to let you know how it goes. We'll return a report.
0: Absolutely.
1: And uh, in the meantime, just know that they're kids. They're, I mean, you're trying to adjust. It, like, it took us a while to adjust. I still stay up till 2 a.m. every morning or every night because... <laughs> that's
0: just because you're a night owl. I'm used
1: to going to bed at midnight through. at home, and <laughs> that's 2 a.m. here, and I I sleep until 10. But
0: yeah. it's... The adjustment for everybody
1: yeah it it really is like it's just know that they're little humans and it's probably harder for them to adjust than it is for you and they're trying to figure it out and yeah. it's all a new experience for them a lot of times but just roll with the punches
0: yeah cool and quick just a quick little blurb about your question of the sleeping arrangements that we've experienced yes we've had amazing beds And some not so good.
1: (laughs) I think we'll, yeah, we'll probably cover that in another episode.
0: Yeah. But yeah, the biggest thing I can say for this is just make sure you communicate with the hotel, Airbnb host, hostel, like just like ask the question. So you know exactly what you're getting into and have the expectations of what the reality of the sleeping arrangement really is. Um, Another good thing to do is to read the reviews. People will usually get pretty good details of their stay very Um, good
1: details that's what i love about airbnb
0: yeah for sure so just like communicate it's maybe the type of travel you do will determine your sleeping arrangements but yeah yeah we've totally roughed it it. yeah
1: we've totally roughed it yeah we'll have to go into like our sleeping situation because i mean we've we've done bunk beds and slept in a building that was literally leaning over (laughs) so it's like sleeping in the Meaning tower Pisa, yeah um,
0: air mattress at my air brother's house for two yeah. weeks at a
1: time like we've totally yeah, we our first bed actually was a futon oh my when God. We first got married and it was horrible so <laughs> we'll we'll go into that in a later episode but we wanted to keep this one somewhat short we're going to try and make these a little bit more of digestible snippets so we don't go on it'll yeah. control our ranting and <laughs> keep it a little bit more focused but thanks for tuning in to travel secrets radio today guys we yeah. really appreciate you jumping in and listening to us Um, We really appreciate if you guys could help us out and give a rating and a review on whatever platform that you guys are listening to. Uh, We're all about sharing tips and tricks and hacks throughout any type of travel, whether it's family or single travel or vagabond travel or whatever you want to call it. We're trying just to basically tell the world of all the experimentation we've done over the last couple years of us just randomly roaming, being a semi-nomadic family. So... Please tell your friends. Let's get the message out there. We're going to keep sharing a little bit more about budget travel and not just travel secrets, but how to save some money.
0: Yeah, and also, please feel free to comment as well. I love hearing your guys' stories. If you have any tips of sleeping with kids or babies on your travels or if you have an awful or amazing sleeping story, let us know. I just love hearing from you guys and hearing your experiences and anything we can learn from you, we'll take it.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys.